You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Before we begin this week's episode, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Yes. And welcome back to PS Meet Me at Stage Door. Today we are very lucky to be joined by another guest. But before we get into that, Tori, take it away with the bulletin. We would like to start by sharing our condolences to the family and friends of Michael Falzon, who has passed away at just 48 years of age. Whilst Libby and I did not personally know him, we are well aware of his impact and all he gave to the theatre community in Australia. It has been announced by Macintosh Theatres that there will be a delay in the return of the West End shows Mary Poppins, Hamilton, The Phantom of the Opera and Les Mis until early 2021, with possible talks of redundancy for its cast. In a statement by Sir Cameron Macintosh, he states, This decision is heartbreaking for me, as I am sure it is for my employees, as everyone who has worked with me for the last 50 years on or off the stage knows how much I care about what I do and how I do it. Our hearts go out to those affected by this news. It was also announced this week that Broadway shows will now remain closed for the remainder of 2020 and that ticket refunds are being offered by shows until January 3rd, 2021. The theatre world and arts world has continually taken hits throughout COVID-19, but it has given us time to see changes that need to be made. For the world to see just how much the arts impact everyday life, and allowed artists to become innovative in a time of isolation. We have hope we will overcome as a community and come out of 2020 stronger all around than ever before. And we will continue to support the arts in whatever way we can. In some very exciting news for the Australian cabaret and theatre community, it has been announced that Tony and Emmy Award winning writer and cabaret star Alan Cumming will be taking on the role of artistic director for the Adelaide Cabaret Festival in 2021. We are more than excited to see what that lineup will be next year, so keep an eye out on that space. And with that, back over to you, Libby. Today we are joined by another guest, Jake Tyler, talking all things jazz and cruise ships. Jake graduated with his Bachelor of Music with a major in musical theatre in 2016. Since graduating, Jake has been part of Squabologic productions such as Kiss Me Kate and The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. In 2018, he joined the Australian Shakespeare Company in The Jungle Book, the next chapter as Baloo the Bear. Jake has also portrayed the lead role of Strap in the New Zealand tour of Cats, the musical, and performed as Prince Philip in Opera Australia's world premiere of Whiteley, the Brett Whiteley Opera, and The Marriage of Figaro. Recently, Jake joined international group The Tap Pack and Mama Montez Productions with Gone Too Soon, which are both sailing the high seas. Please welcome to the mic, Jake. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you both? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited to have you Very here. Excited to be here. A little nervous, but, you know, we'll be oh, right. Oh, don't worry. That's all right. It'll, you'll, you're going to smash it. <laughs> with a bit of luck. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I guess just to kind of get things started and make everyone yeah. maybe feel a little bit more comfortable, um, 
we're going to do some rapid fire questions to learn a little bit more about you. And this is not something we asked you to prepare no. prior to this. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, I didn't prepare cool. this. So, uh, where's my notes? So Libby, if you want to go for the first one and then we'll just All go right. from there. So we're just going to go for it. Okay. So favorite role. Favorite role that I played? Yeah, you've played. Marcus Trout. Okay, least favorite costume you've worn? Ooh, the Opera Australia uh, marriage figure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> favorite musical. Oh, no, that's you. No, it's okay. You go. Favorite musical. Favorite musical. Oh, yikes. Would have to be. Oh, there's so many. Favorite musical. First one that pops to your head. Go. You caught me off guard. Um, <laughs> favorite musical. Probably Dogfight. Oh, oh, solid. Amazing. Okay, favorite holiday destination. I... Favorite <laughs> <laughs> so holiday destination that I've been to, yeah. or that? Oh, that you want to go to? I want to go to Bora Bora. Oh, yes. Okay, sun and sea. All right, your go-to pizza topping. Cheese. <laughs> Simple, plain. classic, plain. classic. Cheese. Amazing. Well, I've run out of questions, so there we go. That's all right. Um, but we should probably tell our listeners before we get into it how we met Jake. We met Jake through Tales of Favreau. We did. We did. I'd like met you before, but I didn't yes. really like just talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just in passing like a, hey, I know who you are, but I haven't actually had a conversation with you. <laughs> I think we had. I think we had had a conversation, but I think it was also during Tales of, not Tales of Favreau. Um, we have had a conversation before, I think during the pajama game. game, when everyone was super duper stressed. Because uh, I think you were brought in to like be like, get your shit together. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I guess you could say, yeah, I was the assistant director yeah. for um, the Pajama Game, which I was really excited to, to help out and to be involved with you guys. You were very talented to try. So oh, it was pretty easy to, to help out in the end. But yeah, it was a little, 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 yeah. That's kind of like where we all met. I, I, I met Tori when we did ta- um, Pajamas Game yeah. too. Because I gave myself a ripe good concussion the day before opening <laughs> on the piano in the... The space. The space. Yes, I smashed my head on the piano in this space and went on stage bleeding down my face. And it exactly. was fun. Well, As you do. Yeah, as you do. It was great. So Libby was tasked to take care of me. We all met during Pajama yes, Game. We did. How we fun. Did. Well, we're going to talk today a little bit about cruise ships. We are, so we're we going to get more into that. But we do want to like ask you, first of all, you have a duo with your lovely partner, Olivia Basque, called Jazz and Soul Duo. What inspired you guys to work on this together? Look, it was a bit of a side hustle to begin Ooh. with, but I guess you could say... So, Jazz and Soul Duo started as a little cheeky fusion between my love for jazz music and my partner's love for soul music. So, together, <gasps> create the perfect blend, Jazz and oh Soul my God. Duo. That's us. Um, and we also wanted to get into the corporate and wedding world as well. Um, mm-hmm. And also sing our stuff that we yeah. want to sing and not be sort of rigid with... You know, our other work, which is music theatre and, and other shows that we do. So, yeah, that's how Jazz and Soul became a thing. That's amazing. I love that. And how did you find, um, slightly off topic, how did you find getting into, like, the corporate world and, like, wedding wedding singing and things like that? I know some people struggle or some people just kind of do it and it just works yeah, out great. Yeah, I think, I mean, we're still trying to really crack into yeah. the world. Um, but I think also having our own business and having something that is our little baby mm, that we can yeah. sort of, you know, showcase to the world. This is what we do. This is mm-hmm. our, our talent. And, you know, if we can make your day a little bit more special, then why not? 
Yeah, yeah, amazing. And we wanted to chat to you today um, about cruise ship life. Yes. How did the opportunity arrive to work on Gone Too Soon and Tap Pack? So the Tap Pack uh, basically came along. I went to um, a little rehearsal that Liv was doing for Gone Too Soon, the original Gone Too Soon. Ah. And um, I met Nigel and Nigel is Monique's partner. And then uh, he was basically saying that he was the director of the Tap Pack. And I sort of shared my love for jazz music. Yeah, and, you're um, like, um... And my, you know, my basic knowledge of tap. Um, I was going to say, are you a tap dancer? I was literally shocked when I saw this. I was like, wait, you, you tap? I, I do tap. Oh my I, God, I give it a red hot crack, put it that way. I love it. Um, oh, oh I, I feel that. But I love how you were just like, so hi. Yeah, I'm really into jazz. Really into and jazz. I'm really into jazz. Tap, and and tap. I'm, you know, I'm free at the moment, funnily enough, just in case you need anything. Literally. So I put a little demo down of one of the songs from the show and I had to come up with my own tap routine. Stop it. Which was, uh, which was a you know, fun experience just for me. Just call him Liz. Literally, <laughs> call him Liz. Call him Liz. Um, so yeah, sent that off and then it came to fruition, which was really awesome. That's amazing. And with Gone Too Soon, sort of being there from the beginning and there was a couple of guys that came in and out and there was an opportunity that arose and I thought oh, I could I could give this a go because mm. the material is very different to yeah. what I sing. We'll get to that later. Oh, question later. later on the episode. Um, but yeah, so the opportunity came up and I auditioned for Monique for Gone Too Soon and we turned it into the duo show, which was really awesome. So, oh, uh, yeah, it's amazing. the little duo Gone Too Soon show yeah. with myself it, and Liv. Was it yeah. actually bigger before then? Did, were there more people on board? Yeah, so it's actually then? a trio version. So there's a guy and two girls. And that's right. how it works. And then the opportunity came up where um, a contract for a cruise ship wanted sort of a duo version. So Monique yeah. basically put us forward and, and we got incredible. it. incredible. I love that. And that would have been so exciting because you were involved from like the get-go. So yeah. you got to see it become yeah, what it, it is really, now. Yeah, it was really awesome to to see it sort of blossom and bloom into this really awesome it's it's a great show. Like it really yeah. is. And I saw the costumes and they were oh, they're pretty on point. Great. Were work. they were they your clothes or were they like costumes provided for you? Uh, a bit of both. A bit of both. Oh, yeah. It's lucky you both have really good style. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would say that my style definitely has come uh, with a bit of help from Liv, so you know, yeah. I can thank her for that. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a stylish woman. She is. So. She, is. she is very lucky. Very yeah. lucky. <laughs> And with those shows, how many performances did you have to do a week? Because I know um, some cruise lines, they perform like every day and others they, they don't. Do. So, so when it came to, okay, to put it in perspective, there's basically guest entertainment and there's house entertainment. So house mm-hmm. entertainment is sort of the longer cruise ship contracts that you yeah. do for six or nine months. Uh-huh. And then when it comes to guest entertainment, you're only on for basically a week or two weeks or you might double up. You might do... Four weeks and do the show, you know, it's kind of like a turnaround. Right. Um, the new okay. passengers get on. Yeah. So we were very lucky. So with Tap Pack, we were on the Europa and we basically did Act 1 on Day 3 oh. and Act 2 on Day 10. I love that. Yeah. And then we've gone too soon. We were very lucky. We only had to do the show um, once. So we did Act 1 basically one night halfway through the cruise and we did it at 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock and that was it. Oh my show. god! And then did you get to cruise around for the rest of the time we and did. relax? Yeah, a bit of cruising, that's, a bit of relaxing. That's amazing. And I guess, 
you wouldn't have had to pay to be on the cruise. No, so, you paid so to like, be on. Stop it. So you That's like sing for one night and then go, oh, great. So I'm just going to like hop on the cruise. Literally. You like get off stage and you're like, great. Just going to take this off. I'll see you guys at the pool. <laughs> um, thank you so much Head for hiring me and paying me to be here. I'm just going to go chill out at the bar now. Literally. Have a great literally. night. That's to incredible. the bar. And yeah, we we're very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, but you know, really there's, cool. it's kind of like in in the cabins as well. It's kind of like being in isolation. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. It's, oh my it's God. a lot You're of fun. You're already used to it now. You're like, get me back out Absolutely. there. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> We're ready to go. No, but speaking of the cabins, um, because I have a cousin that has performed on cruise ships before, and it's something that she has told me about frequently. What was the like living? situation like so again for tapak we're very lucky we've got a guest suite oh um, which fancy. is very nice very nice indeed um and for gone too soon we were um basically where the crew were so the crew have all their own separate rooms so yeah yeah so Liv and i shared a room and yeah that's, that's pretty so much cool. it so yeah we're very lucky very lucky yeah. to do what we do and i had heard yeah. that actually on cruise ships and i don't know if this is right or not that um people who are down further like the dancers are in the smaller cabins and the singers get put in like the nicer cabins i heard that from somewhere and i, I don't have, know is that true i have heard this i can't confirm whether okay it's true yeah um, i'm not it might, it's probably sure. di- it's probably different on every different cruise ship as well yeah. i guess um and with dancers i do think there tends to be a lot more maybe that's it dancers. maybe because if you're like in a in a duo or in a smaller group and that's your performance they put you in a different space mm-hmm. so that you're together i find it very interesting i was just i, yeah. I heard that and i was like "Ooh, mm. that's interesting i wonder, I wonder ship life is, yeah, it's a very different world it's definitely not for everyone mm-hmm. um definitely not for everyone i would say you know if you do have the chance to do it do guest entertainment first yeah. <laughs> see how you yeah. like it and then how do you actually get into guest entertainment though? Like, do you have an agent that finds out about, oh, yeah. this cruise line is wanting this specific thing. We think that you'd be a fit and that that's how you audition or how do you? I know there's the massive like cattle call style auditions for cruise ships, but I assume that's more for um, like what you're saying, house entertainment rather than um, the shorter, smaller contracts. Yes, you would be absolutely correct on that oh, one yeah. so yeah so the <laughs> the big auditions that you go to um are for the house entertainment people mm-hmm. um whereas we like guest entertainment like my agent doesn't do anything with cruise ships oh, really? so monique montez is so into the cruise ship world uh, which is amazing so basically she'll she'll put us forward and she'll say this cruise is coming right. up we're going to put you forward and then it's up to them to select what entertainment they want as oh. guests yeah okay right. so it's it's more of a we want entertainment what do you have pretty much rather than come to us and we'll see if there's a spot for you kind Absolutely. of thing so they great. don't have the show that you fit into you create the show and then you bring the show to them yeah so you bring the That's show to them great. so they and might look at their cruise ship and they go for the house show we've got an 80s show a 90s show a 70s show a disco delirium show so oh let's gosh. bring something that's more traditional so they might have a magician and they might have you know us gone too soon which is kind of like um the hits and rock and roll, not yeah. rock and roll but the yeah. hits from you know the 80s and 90s and looking at people that have passed away too soon would you ever take your duo like i know you guys have already done that together in a show would you take like the jazz soul duo and what you guys take do there to make a show again do you we think? would love to we would love to like sort of put out put our yeah. own sort of show together i guess it's coming up with what material do we want to do and what's our what's our, yeah. stick, what's our niche yeah, yeah and like you know this is what we want to do but for an audience of 
cruise ship goers, will they find this entertaining? Exactly. Or will this kind of just be more so for us than anything? Exactly. But that's awesome. Did you guys have to work on your vocal stamina to allow you to sustain their performances? Because obviously in a musical and stuff, you tend to have a, li- a little bit more breaks. You still have to have very high stamina, but it's not just singing. It's not the, the entire show. No. Um, I did, yes. Yeah. In fact, I did have to work really hard because number one, I'm not a contemporary singer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, I, you know, my voice tends to sort of be jazz music theatre style, so I had to yeah. learn a complete mm. new technique on how to sustain, you know, those those high A's and high B's, you know. Oh, so yeah, it's up there, you know, because I'm I'm singing stuff from Prince and In Excess and Jimi Hendrix. So there's so there's so many people in the show that you know, and then plus you add the harmony, you know, and the guys are pretty much always doing the high harmony because it's just a better balance and a better mm-hmm. sound. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can really thank Monique and Liv because they really they really helped me and trained me sort of yeah. work out that new. Um, area to sing yeah I guess. which i guess is is good being with people that understand it absolutely and can be like okay so this is what we're working with and this is what you need to get to here's how you can do it rather than just going here's a and b figure it out literally yeah so it was a, it was a long process for me i had i think we had about four weeks so i had a month to sort of get my oh, get wow. my vocal yeah. seminar up and get my shit together yeah <laughs> Not a long it's time, a though. No, no, not a long time. It sounds like a it sounds like a short time. It also sounds like a long time. I guess it depends how much time you have in the day to sit down and be like, okay. Look, if I had this much time that we have now in COVID, <laughs> yeah. I would have been ready ready to go. But yeah. like, I'm good. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> well, we thought we would do a little bit of a game today. Exciting, yeah, exciting, exciting. You don't look nervous at all. At all. At all. <laughs> Not nervous Having some at water. All. No, at all. Um, so this game is a new one for our listeners that we came up with and I hope it goes well I don't know I created it whatever um but it is called name that musical great mm. <laughs> I'm going pretty good so we'll see, we'll see we go. oh, I believe in you you've got this well you this is kind this. of an even playing field because how it oh, we're is versing each other. Yes. yes you're versing each right. other yep. I'm gonna give you guys the Musical, which, which feels only fair since I am the reigning um, lyric challenge. I know. Winner. I can't seem to win. I'm, I suck at it so much. You got this, Libby. Come on. Thank Give you. Some credit. Yeah. No. I'll just host the thing. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically how this game works is that I have written a so- small synopsis. It's a sentence or two about what the musical is, except I can't name any characters. I can't. I'm tr- I tried not to give away any major plot points, <laughs> so it's basically a okay. I kind of get it, and then you can figure it out. Okay. You have to figure out what I've said. Okay, are you re- are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. I might do Tory first. <laughs> do Tory first. <laughs> ladies first. Ladies, ladies first. Ladies oh, first. Ladies, first, ladies first. Okay. A friendless boy who likes a cute girl at school who says things to comfort her, which cause a ripple of lies resulting in some great sad boy power songs. (laughs) You got that. A lonely boy has a crush on a girl at school. I was like, dear Evan Hansen. (laughs) Dear Evan Hansen. Well, Tori got that really easily. All right, all right, all right. For anyone at home that didn't hear me, I said dear Evan Hansen halfway through the sentence. Yes, you did. Because you knew it straight away. (laughs) All right, so Jake, are you ready? Here we go. Okay. A geeky boy who secretly loves the girl he works with, who does bad things for his selfish endeavour to become famous through gardening. 
Little Shop of Horrors. Yes! Woo! I need to make these harder. Oh my gosh. These are, okay, okay, okay. All right, Tori, you ready? Two girls who stay in the same dormitory. One's obnoxiously bright, the other antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> they hate each other, but become friends. Wicked! Oh my god! <laughs> you were like two girls that live in a dormitory, and I was like, this isn't Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, Harry Potter but- the musical. <laughs> Star Kid version. A very Potter musical. Um, but yeah, that would be wicked. Oh my god, I'm making these too easy. Okay, this one might be hard. Okay. A sexy alien who comes to Earth, who creates a creature and lives in a house full of kooky characters. Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> hey, that was hard. That one was harder. That mm. one was harder. Mm. Mm, that's my favourite one. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Tori's going to get this one so easy. A girl who is homeschooled her whole life by her two scientist parents. She finally goes to high school and meets two friends that are seen as outsiders. They plot to take to take down a fellow student. Wait, yes. what is this? Guys, I've succeeded. I know it's not Heather's. <gasps> mean Girls. Yes! Oh, I, see, I was going to say Heather's. But that's like, I was like homeschooled her no. whole life. And then I kind of realised... Right when she lived in Africa, she would have yes. been homeschooled. Well done. Yes. That was thank good. Thank you. Thank you. I was really proud of that one. All right. This is the last one. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, my God. You're tied currently. Two, two to Tori? Three to Tori. Three. Three, two. Okay. You ready? Ready. Ready. Okay. A man who loves a woman whom he impregnates. She ends up with another man. He is left with nothing but many dots. Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was on your face. You're just like, they're like, what? Waitress? Oh my god, guys, I got someone. You got it. Wait, did I get you it? Got me. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, yeah. There we go. Many dots. Absolutely would not have got that. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Tori. You have won. Thank you. You have won it. She's like Thank a reigning you. champion here. You almost got me with the Mean Girls one. I was I so lost. Well, let's get back into a bit of cruise life. So, did you get a chance to visit any incredible places whilst traveling? I did. I was very fortunate. The first cruise that I did was Tapac, and mm. it was uh, sailing the high seas of New Zealand. Oh, I'm going to tell you one thing. The New Zealand seas are rough. Ooh. They are rough, um, especially on the way back to Australia. But um, yeah, we got to tour New Zealand, so we did that. And then I did Cats, so then I got to see it on land, which was great. We toured all over New Zealand. My favourite New Zealand place would have to be Napier, which is a beautiful little town that's sort of kind of in a time warp, really. It's sort of 1920s, 30s, 40s, and everyone dresses up 20s, 30s, 40s all the time. It's one of the oh best little cute I... places I've ever been. Are you serious? I love that. Yeah, that's like it's the best. I used to see people travelling to Napier all the time. When I worked at the airport, so and it, it, it some of, you see you can tell the difference between the travelers and like the natives, like the people that live there. And I was I was for the longest time confused. That makes so much more sense to yeah. me now. Yeah, it's kind of like the Round the Twist episode where they go back in time to like the 1930s. It's it's the bomb. I love. I that. love it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be there. I feel like that's very your aesthetic too. It's very very me. You know. Yeah. I love Sinatra, so you know yeah. it's 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 a time yeah. it's a time for me. That's incredible. And, any uh, any was, other else? And the other cruise has gone too soon. We got to travel the islands. So, you know, Mystery Island and Fiji. It's, oh. yeah. So I've been very fortunate to, to see the world. Yeah, get your tan the small, on. The small bit of the world. The tan <laughs> still not growing. No. I'm, I'm very white, yeah. to put it that way, to put it bluntly. 
I'm definitely your vanilla slice, you know? Do you think cruise ships are a good opportunity for performers to improve their craft and to get that chance to get some real world experience before stepping more so into the industry in one set location? Absolutely. Uh, It's definitely an experience that I think everybody should experience and as i said you know guest entertainment is definitely the way to go mm. um just to, to sort of sense out whether you like it or not i think yeah. i was lucky to get guest entertainment because if i did audition for a cruise ship and jumped on straight away it it's tough you know mm. like it's it's long hours it's i mean time stops on the ship literally stops so you know Liv and i would be up to all hours of the morning it would be 3 a.m in the morning and it would just seem like you know we're still going through the day so yeah yeah, it's definitely a lifestyle choice but I think the best thing about cruise ships is the people that you meet and the people that you get to um you know from all walks of life Mm. which you know to me is awesome you know where are you from what do you do it's it's nice to meet different people that's incredible like and and through that I guess meeting so many different people from different countries as well do people travel from overseas to like do the specific cruises absolutely there was a lot of people like the tap pack cruise was tough and it was tough in the sense that they were all German so oh my god no one spoke English (laughs) apart from the um the cruise director so oh my god yeah so it was it's pretty tough some of the jokes in the show didn't quite land Ooh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. could you imagine they're just like um it's fine but um yeah i've met some some awesome people and um met this really cool girl from america who was our lighting tech at the time when we did gone too soon and you know we've kept in contact with her and it's awesome it's just it's basically the people you meet and you take out what you put in i Mm -hmm. think as well you know especially we've gone too soon the best part about that was putting on our production and you know being the director and you know getting on there and making mama montez proud really yeah i hope we made it proud i'm sure she is so proud of you and what was that like what was the best experience like what was your favorite moment from being on the cruise ship there's a couple of moments number one would have to be performing yeah um and you know just bringing a smile to the to the cruisers faces and you know and when they talk to you outside of your show you know you were really great and you know that's when you know you've done your job you know to bring Mm -hmm. a smile to their face and that's why i love to perform is to bring you know, a smile to their face and make them happy and, you know, it's great. And, you know, the food is pretty good. The food <laughs> is, is, is... Is it actually good? Sometimes, you know, it's hit and miss, hit and miss. <laughs> it's like school camp, right? Yeah, school camp, <laughs> kind of school camp. But yeah, so that's that's also a bonus. But also what was really special was sharing the cruise with Liv. You know, she's Aww. my best friend. She's my soulmate. So yeah, spending spending time with her. That's so lovely, yeah. especially getting to perform together and then also getting to experience a holiday together as well. Absolutely. Like that is a dream to, it's... you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Getting to do two in one, like you get the opportunity to work together and you get to have that work-life balance where you can really be like, great, now this is time when we need to get up and like be ready to perform. And exactly. She's the she's the soul to your jazz. She is. Oh, she's the jazz. Yeah, guys. the soul to my jazz. I'm the jazz to her soul. She's <laughs> this is so wholesome. <laughs> I guess kind of one of the the main things I guess we would love for our listeners to know is what advice do you have for anyone that's looking to do this? So I've got a couple of couple of answers to this question. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things would be unapologetic of who you are. 
Mm. And that means not apologizing for who you are. You know, you have the talent, you have the skills. That's what we've learned at uni. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Um, so just go out and do it and be confident in in your choice. And there's a really awesome video that um kind of kind of puts auditioning and, and all that stuff in a nutshell, which is by Gina Rodriguez. And she basically says, you know, when you walk into an audition room, you kind of give away your power in the sense that you're like, like me, like me, please like me. I'll do it. I'll do it for free. You don't have to pay them. You know, I mean, you can pay them, but don't pay me. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for free. Yeah. So, it, you know, and that oozes off you, I think. So that's something that I had to learn going into music theater auditions and, and whatnot, because, you know, you want to be liked, you know, of course, who doesn't me, wanna... please. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, but she puts, you know, giving your power away and you do have to realize that if it's your story to tell, it will be your story to tell. And you need each other as much as you need them and they need you. So mm. together you can create magic. And if you can't together, that's fine. I hope you find the right person for the role. And, you know, and and the thing that I've learned the most is to, you know, clap for your friends that get roles, yes. you know, clap for people because we're all going to succeed. We just have to find our niche and what our journey is. That is great words of <laughs> advice. Oh my gosh, I feel oh, like, oh been affected by that <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's so true I think um we, we have talked previously about it's so important that we s- support our fellow friends because there's enough room for all of us Absolutely. although it sometimes feels like there's not there's so many facets of theater like cruise ships like um oh what else um like wedding singing like um cabarets cabarets yeah yeah there's there's so many different places that we can all fit in um even like children's entertainment and things like that so to find where you fit is is so mm. important and to support your fellow friends because there is enough enough room for all of us yeah absolutely and knowing that you know just because this person gets it gets the role and you don't doesn't mean that you're not good mm-hmm. it just means that that person they picked that person because they're the best person to serve the story and to be able to tell the story it doesn't mean that you weren't as talented or anything like that they have to go with whoever is really gonna be able to tell the story how they want it to be told and there will always be another audition and there's no point tearing each other down exactly and i think you know it comes down to their vision of the show you Mm -hmm. know if you don't fit their vision that's cool i'll see you at the next one you know i will see you at the next audition and there has been some times um where i've heard stories uh, particularly where people have gone to a audition for big shows and they weren't right for that show. And they knew they weren't right for that show, but they went in and did an amazing performance. And then they remember them from that performance. And they're like, well, she's not right for that, but let's bring her in for the, the show that we're doing that she suits. Absolutely. And that's when it goes back to your power, because I feel like when it comes to those auditions, you walk in like, yeah, cool. Awesome. Ready to go. Another audition. Let's do it. I'm confident, you know, and I think that's mm-hmm. why they remember you. Yeah. Whereas something you really, really want, you know, it's sometimes your emotions get in the way and you're like, oh, I want this so bad and you work so hard and you get in the room yeah. and you might be in there for five five seconds, you know, and they go, okay, thanks, that's all we need. And you're like, cool, <laughs> awesome, it's fine, it's yeah. totally fine. But, you know, so it's it's that as well. It's just having the confidence and having thick skin as well. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, the yeah. thicker the skin, you're going to be fine. You got this. See what we and can do next time. There will always be auditions. There will always be roles that we can go for. And especially during COVID, I think all of us have taken for granted getting to um, yeah. go and be oh. in shows and getting to yeah. audition. And it's so, I, I find it funny because I feel like when auditions start happening, everyone's going to be so excited. Yep. And that's a very different mentality. I think yeah. sometimes we get so anxious over it. We're like, no, I need to do well and I need to book this thing. And like you were saying, we get so t- uh, tight with it. And... Um, it'll be really interesting to kind of shift that 
and be excited about getting to mm-hmm. finally perform and get into the room and go, look, I am, I can do this and um, see me and what I can bring to the table yeah. in a non-needy way. I think we're also too critical of ourselves. Yeah, we just have to say. just do it and hope for the best. Yeah. And I think what everyone needs to realize, especially with music theater, is we need to enjoy the journey not the destination Mm -hmm. because we could get to the destination and it may not be what it's cracked up to be, you know? So as long as we're enjoying the journey and we enjoy auditioning, we enjoy getting rejection. As long as we enjoy what we do, Mm -hmm. then that's the best advice that I can give. Oh, these are beautiful words of wisdom. If we were closer, I would hold your hand. I know. Social distancing. (laughs) (laughs) To wrap it up, we would, as, as our listeners would know, we have a cheeky little segment called Bedtime Stories, which is about show mishaps, you know, costume malfunctions. Did you bring a bedtime story for us today? I did. Oh I did God. bring a bedtime story. <laughs> so the first one that I have is when I played Blue. Um, ah. Blue the Bear. And where the... So it was sort of set up in this beautiful park. So it was kind of like bringing the jungle oh. to life. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the jungle to life. There it is. So basically, um, I was in a really hot suit. Like I was covered head to toe in a bear suit. I'm blue, of course. Yeah. And it was it was during summer, so it was like forty degree heat. Oh my god. Oh my god. So the very first, the very first performance, I was I was hot. I was you know. Was I your had face trem- showing? That was the only thing that was showing oh. was my face. No, that's so worse. So it was face painted and then I had this huge oh, suit on. Oh, face paint. Oh, face paint in the summer. Yeah, it Look. was It was a time. It was a time. It was a, very grateful for the contract, but it was a time. And because I was so hot, I must have been delirious. So I got on stage to sing the first number and nothing was coming. <gasps> nothing. The lyrics weren't there. So I had to, I had to make it up. You know, this was oh show one. God. And then the people at the back are like, what, what is he doing? <laughs> there was a song called What Sort of Animals Are You? And you have to list all these like animals. I think it was 16 or something. Oh and I, all I could think of was tiger. It's like, oh can you roar like a tiger? Can you roar like a tiger? I can roar like a tiger, but can you roar like a tiger? Say tiger one more time, Jake. So that was number one. Oh my God, that's amazing. Very funny. That was absolutely phenomenal. I loved all of those stories. You are absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for coming and being on the podcast. We really enjoyed having you and hope everyone learnt a little bit more about cruises Mm -hmm. and what that whole process is and what it's like being on them. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And this podcast is bloody awesome. I might say so myself. So keep it up, girls. And I hope to see you again soon. Yeah, me too. I'll be back. Yeah, totally. It's been great. Yes, thank you so, so much for being on and sharing your experience and wisdom with us. It has been amazing and amazing just to catch up on what you've been doing during this really weird time. Um, But that is it for today's episode. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks' time. And, of course, feel free to leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcast and let us know what you'd love to hear in our next episode because we love hearing from you guys. And, of course, if you have any stage door photos or bedtime stories, 100% send them to us. We love hearing from you guys. We love seeing you guys. And you can send them to us over on our Instagram at ps.stagedoorpod. And in the meantime, remember to stay happy and healthy. We love you all so, so much, and we'll see you then. Bye!
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.